Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more coming up on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company, starts now. Welcome to the cutting edge of cannabis. I'm your host, Ella Smith, and today I'm going to be speaking with Cullen Reichardt, CEO at Green Bros. Green Bros provides industry-leading automated harvesting solutions to the legal cannabis industry. You guys are veteran-owned and you're committed to fine American craftsmanship, top-of-the-line machine engineering, and exceptional customer service. And Green Bros is helping small, medium, and large-scale cultivators reach their own version of the American dream. Welcome, Cullen. How are you? Thanks for, for getting on today. Well, thanks for having me. I'm I am uh, I am well out here in uh, today is warm Las Vegas. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, hopefully you're staying safe out there during this apocalyptic time we're in right now. For sure. I mean, we're very fortunate as a company to be um, considered, you know, to be essential. So uh, we're able to still continue working here, but we have done all the you know necessary precautions, kind of keep things in line. Uh, and keep our employees safe, obviously. Okay, so you guys are deemed essential, and you guys are still producing cannabis products. Is that correct? Well, as, we, yeah, we produce as far as, machinery, you know, equipment. As, far as your machinery, yeah, equipment yeah, for the industry. Correct. Absolutely. And, and, and so, how did you how did you begin to start Green Bros? Well. Um, I got involved in cannabis years and years ago um, uh, as a uh, kind of a side hustle, if you will. And um, I really wasn't very good at growing. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can barely take care of my lawn when it comes <laughs> to growing, but um, you know, it's kind of, kind of sad actually. Uh, but uh, I've, I've been always been mechanical and grew up always fixing stuff and working on things. And um, saw some real needs in the, in the space and invented um, a couple machines. And that's how it started was just kind of looking at, uh, listening to friends who were struggling with, with work. I hated some of the work that I had to do when I was growing. So, um, I knew there was a way to make it easier and better and faster. Great. And so I'm going to switch gears a little bit as, uh, you know, I, I read that you have formed a partnership with Garden Clean to build a PPE remediator in response to this COVID-19. So I talk about this a little bit more and understand how you came about coming into helping with our, with this fiasco we're dealing with right now or pandemic. Well, it's, you know, it's interesting. Um, I think, you know, planning, um, in preparation, um, you know, and, and, and vision have, have kept this company at the forefront of things, but we're also very agile and we have that ability to, to, to pivot quickly. So we were able to look at, um, working with uh, a company called IGT can and garden clean. Um, uh, you know, we were able to look at, you know, a lot of different options and say, wait a minute, maybe there, maybe there's something here that we can apply. Um, to, you know, to be a part of the solution. I mean, you know, it's unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this. Um, we don't, you know, it, the reaction is all over the place because it's it's so potentially crazy um, and everybody doesn't really know how to handle it. And we saw this as an opportunity to, you know, do our part. Uh, my wife is in healthcare. She works in hospice. So she's, you know, she's out there 
uh, working in with some of the most vulnerable people in our in our society. And um, you know, she doesn't have the protective gear that she needs uh, at the at the in the volume that she needs. You know, she has like five masks, and so we saw. You know, I'm really personally well aware um, of of the impact of not having to protect. You know, the proper equipment uh, going into something like this. And uh, one of my one of my astute uh, sales managers was was watching the news and saw a big push about how you know they need to clean this this you know, disposable equipment. And, um, it was just like, well, wait a minute, this product that we use, the chlorine dioxide, which is exceptionally effective, uh, as a sterilant. And, um, uh, you know, that product itself is, 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 should be the leading, you know, disinfectant in this kind of use scenario because it's so small. Right. And we said, okay, this is something we can take something we know, which is a machine that we make and we can convert it uh, to, to, uh, you know, to apply chlorine dioxide to this, uh, to this material. So we did, um, we put all of our energy and we stopped everything we we're doing, uh, from an engineering perspective. Um, we built a prototype in three weeks, um, and, uh, you know, learned a ton of lessons, uh, and then reapplied those. And then, uh, found some other companies that were out there we've been doing business with, you know, that were interested in being a part of the solution as well. Optech sensors who, uh, makes the, the chlorine dioxide sensor that we use. Um, uh, we use a company called come on, uh, automation. They, they make the, uh, control systems for, for the unit and, um, Scott rotary, rotary seals. They make the, the seal that allows us to move the, uh, the gas in and out of the, uh, of the tumbling chamber while it's still tumbling. So it was, a, you know, it was a, like, a, it was a bunch of phone calls, a bunch of, you know, Hey, this is what we're doing. We put together the design threw it together, um, got the right players involved, uh, did the work and then, uh, came up with the machine. And then on Thursday, this last Thursday, we actually went to third party testing and we had it sent, uh, had some, some mass, uh, sent to, um, uh, a certified lab in Las Vegas and they impregnated it with some nasties and brought it over, ran it through the machine and took it back, uh, and then tested. And, um, we have the before and after tests online right now, but we, we were able to kill 99.5% uh, plus, um, which is pretty staggering, uh, considering what they use to inoculate the, the mass. So the lab guy was kind of breathless. He was like, wow, this is amazing. Can't believe it was that effective. So, I mean, it's a crazy story, right? It's a couple it of weeks, uh, but it's it's not just a couple of weeks. You know, it's it's all the time and energy we put into understanding, you know, uh, how to sterilize and how to, you know, because we're looking at cannabis and hemp, of course. You know, porous materials are different. They they're not hard surfaces. They they you need to penetrate. Um, so you know, finding the right the right uh, system for it. Well, just happened to be where we were working and it made a lot of sense. So we were able to kind of turn around and head in a different direction. Taking so, you know, all that knowledge with us. So what machine that you guys had out of your, out of the different inventories of products that you make, what did you actually pull to retrofit for this? If you don't mind me asking. It's the alchemist, the big alchemist machine, which is, it's funny, right? This is the first machine I patented. It's the first machine uh, that I know of that had cannabis in the patent language from the newer, from the newer era. Um, and, uh, it was, it's kind of funny. It was not a machine that it, it kind of came a little too late. 
that machine for, for the industry. People, people do buy it and we do sell it, but it's a dry sift machine. So a lot of people are doing chemical extracts and stuff like that and, and, and uh, not really dry sifting as much. Um, so it's been one of those machines that we've always had, you know, but it's not a forerunner for us. It's not a premium, you know, penultimate kind of machine. Um, but the technology on it, the, the design of it, it's super simple. We may know how to make it. We manufacture it all the time. Right. So it was an easy change to, to kind of incorporate the, what we needed to, to, to make it, uh, treat PPE. And so I, I read that you were trying to get your FDA certification so that you can distribute these with this third party testing. Is that the step in that direction to help you get to that point? Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it's right. The, the, the thing is that chlorine dioxide is, is known to be effective. Like it's, this is not an unknown thing back. Uh, remember when the, uh, the, the federal building was uh, contaminated with anthrax, um, years ago, um, they, they chose chlorine dioxide to decontaminate that building. Um, and there's a great quote from the former head of the EPA, um, that who said, uh, you know, we chose chlorine dioxide basically because the molecule is so small that it gets into all the crevices and cracks and into the tiny spaces where, uh, hydrogen peroxide and, um, you know, acetic, uh, parasitic acid are very good, solid surface cleaners. And same with UV good surface cleaners, but they don't get down deep into the crevices and chlorine dioxide because it's so small gets down in there. So, um, uh, you know, it, it, it just made sense that to, to use that particular, uh, decontaminant, right? I think it's great that or you guys, just, yeah, I think, I think it's a wonderful sterling. We use it obviously in, in, in cannabis and it's very effective, but for you guys to be, you know, having such a centric industry that you focus on and to be able to think outside the box and have that type of lateral thinking is what I think is so intuitive and just, just awesome. I mean, to really step up and to be able to try to play a part and to s sacrifice your time and energy to do something good. And, you know, not every business is doing that. Most businesses have their hands out wanting to get a free ride. And I think you guys are willing to step up and try to help. I think that's a, that's a big step. Colin, let's take a quick break real quick and we'll continue with this conversation here. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Dazed and infused. 
Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. The cutting edge of cannabis now continues only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I've got Colin Reichart, CEO of Green Bros. So, you know, you, you guys are doing some great things. And have you already had interest in the units? Are you getting some people wanting to get these things moving and, and operational? What type of, uh, of eyes have you seen on, on this product? Well, we, we, when we get our press release, you know, we had um, eight, eight, eight and a half million views on that. Wow. So there's been quite a bit of interest of people kind of reaching out, kind of, you know, it, it's, it's really kind of an interesting thing that this process, right. We've never been, um, in this kind of certification realm before, although we know it's coming and that's why we build all of our equipment out of surgical grade stainless steel. And that's why we do a lot of the things we do, including, uh, you know, making sure that our electrical panels are UL listed and these kind of things, because we know that our customers are going to face these kind of regulations. So, but this is the first time that we've had to go and, uh, and, and face, you know, the gauntlet of governmental regulation ourselves uh, directly. So, it's been a, a, a really interesting learning process. And, and I know I'm kind of going around the corner here on your question, but to, okay. to, to answer your question, you know, the, the, the certification, the, the product itself, chlorine dioxide is EPA registered uh, and multiple uses are FDA approved. Um, you know, it's even OMRI uh, certified in certain instances for food and stuff. So, and, and you've seen it and, and you're well, well aware of how effective it is. So it's not a matter of, of the sterile end. It's a matter of the application, right? Does, does the machine, does the machine actually provide um, the right application to, to, you know, to sterilize this, this kind of porous material that, you know, these breathing masks and stuff, stuff like that. And that third party lab, Prove that, and now so so now we're we are working on on getting through the fast track um, on the FDA. There's a fast track uh, uh, process for pieces of equipment like this, awesome. and we feel that 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 third party validation will will just you know help accelerate that. So that's what we're looking for. So really, right now, while we're getting a lot of interest and we're ha- taking phone calls and we're talking to people about it. Um, we're waiting for, you know, waiting for that blessing so that we can, you know, go into the medical because the medical is what it's designed for. And that's where we want it to be. Well, how exciting. And, you know, we wish you the best of luck with this and hopefully we can get this to the masses quickly and help the healthcare industry and the folks that are, you know, exposing themselves daily so they can have a, a great tool that can uh, just save their lives, literally, you know? Yeah. Just, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's so crazy, this whole thing. And, like I said, my wife being in it, you know, it's, it's the ability I bring her mask in and I run them through the machine, you know, cause I know for a fact they're sterile when they come mm-hmm. out, you that's know, right. that's uh, right. but that's how we have to do it. I mean, like even our company, we all have to have masks on. So, um, you know, our guys get, we have like, you know, people have brought in cloth masks and these kind of things. And we have, I think we have uh, 50 masks that we had bought for sanding at some point. So everybody has like one or two masks, you know, <laughs> so they, they have to be sterilized, you know, it's, it. it's, 
because the masks aren't out there. You can't get them, you know? Oh, oh, that's a challenging time, that's for sure. Um, how much of your team is dedicated to this? You mentioned that you stopped all production of uh, of all of the different cannabis tools that you're making, but what about uh, how much did you stop? Is it 100%? Are you focused on this? What is What is the split? Well, so, I mean, production maintains, we have, we have multiple levels in the company. We have an engineering department, um, you know, sales, and then we have production and then, you know, marketing and so forth. So what we've done is we've taken all of our engineering efforts. So the, the, the my engineering team, which is um, three engineers and myself, um, have put a hundred percent. So we, we diverted the, the three or four projects that we have in work and stop there and then and put hundred percent of this energy into building this product. Right. So right now, since we're not in production on the product, the production floor continues to work and move forward with, with, you know, uh, filling the orders that we have for, for the, um, you know, the, the sorters and the trimmers and the conveyors and all the other stuff that we make. So cool. that's still continuing to produce on that side. And then, uh, on the other side, we've, we, we've done the design work, we've built the machine, we've tested the machine, and we've gotten a lot of the supply chain in order, right? So that's one of the big things. You build a new machine, you have to, you have to not just build it, but you got to build it out of, out of uh, uh, parts that you can get. And uh, you don't want to just go buy a, a, a part and go, well, it's going to take me nine weeks to get more of those, no, you know? Because then you're kind of in, in a world of hurt. But um, so we've gotten all that together. And we are ready to, you know, if this machine becomes something that that um, that is valuable, and you know, uh, that that we see, you know, high demand for, we can we can pivot in that direction and dedicate more time to it because we do we do have this is a slow time for for uh, everybody, even though we're doing quite well during this time. It's a slow time for everybody in the industry, and um, so we do have capacity that we can throw at it without doing much change, and then we can also higher up because there's quite a few people, you know, out there that they could, uh, wouldn't mind coming back to work. So we, we do have capacity to grow and, and move in that direction if we need to. That's great. Have you seen any other type of products that are similar to this that are trying to come in and help with this PPE aspect? Or are you guys the only kind of game in town that's really pushing forward? Because I haven't seen this. I haven't heard of this. And I think it's a brilliant idea. There's a couple out there that we've seen. Um, they're larger kind of uh, centralized units. It, it seems like they're using a vapor phase. Um, I think vapor phase hydrogen peroxide, um, okay. um, which got, got got cleared the other day, um, okay. which is a great, you know, hydrogen peroxide is a great um, sterile and a great cleaner. It's just, you know, again, I it doesn't really penetrate. And these masks are porous, man. And I, and I you know, if I were to choose, I would choose chlorine dioxide for my mask 100% of the time. I'm with you there. That's for sure. I'm, I'm, I agree 100%. How has coronavirus impacted your business? Well, it's, uh, you know, we, um, we're just much more conscious uh, of contact, um, you know, and cleaning and, um, you know, um, obviously giving people space if they feel, you know, if they feel like they're in a, in a, in a in a threatened situation where we're making accommodations. Uh, you know what I mean? If somebody doesn't feel comfortable being at work because of proximity to other people, then we're making accommodations for that. But right now we, we switched a couple of shifts and, and uh, split some things up. So, I mean, we've got 50,000 square feet and there's 20 people uh, uh, on site and probably only 12 of them on site at any given time. So there's a lot of room in there for us because we're moving people, you know, like I said, splitting shifts up. So 
that's been a little bit challenging, but we've still been able to continue to move forward because again, because we're a manufacturing company. So it's been very, very good in that respect, but we've had to be creative. Um, but, but we're, you know, not anything like what other people are going through. So we're very grateful to be still working and moving forward. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad that you guys aren't taking a hit like some people are because it's a pretty tough uh, environment out there right now. It sure is. It sure is. All right, so you have distribution on four continents. Are these guys hounding you two to hurry up and get these PPE machines ready to go so that they can help on the distribution too? Are you looking to tap that resource as well? Yeah, I mean, we've gotten some. We have some pretty close ties with with uh, with uh, people in Israel, and and uh, we've got some other people overseas that are that are you know in in Europe who are who are reaching out. But I think it's you know we're still we're a little bit we haven't really gone on the on the offensive, right? We haven't gone out and started hitting hitting the marketing yet because um, it just you know we have to make sure that we've got everything. Uh, blessed. Once that happens, then we'll, we'll go after it with them from a marketing perspective. You know, press release is one thing. We, we get the opportunity to talk about it from a news perspective, but really once it gets, once it gets past the, the FDA hurdle, we can go after it and, and really bring awareness and start, you know, putting out the marketing and the advertising and, and get that out there. Um, but it's one of those, it's one of those things. It's a brand new product, right? And while there is a huge need, you know, people are still wanting to see, you know, show me, prove it. And I think that's what that third party lab shows, um, uh, in a big way. And that like those tests just came back yesterday. So we haven't even released that, that we got that out. Okay, so right. that's coming out in the next day or so. And, and, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's crazy, you know, you, you, you don't know what to expect in a situation, you know, cause you're, you're just looking at the situation and, uh, like I said, we wanted to be a part of the solution and we were able to, to, to dedicate some time and energy to it. And if it takes off and it does what it, what it can do, um, then that's great. And that'll be great for everybody. And if it doesn't, then, you know, uh, business as usual, I get, you know, <laughs> and, and no, no harm, no foul. We learned a lot, you know, sure. and, uh, we stuff that we, we applied a lot that we've already learned and then we learned a lot. So it's, uh, uh, you know, what is it? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. So here we go. <laughs> cool. Let's take a quick break and we come back. We'll wrap this up here today. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio.
Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cutting edge of cannabis now continues only on cannabisradio.com. Welcome back. I've got Colin Reichart, CEO of Green Bros, and been talking about what they've been doing over this COVID-19 crisis and how they've shifted their production to creating a sterilization product to really help with the healthcare industry and decontaminate masks and clothing and these things. And so it's just really great to hear all this. I want to switch gears here as we've got about almost well, six minutes left here. And I want to get back onto what your normal day-to-day business is. And you guys have a slew of products. I mean, you've got a dry sifter you just spoke about. You've got a rosin press. You've got different types of sorters so that you can uh, categorize the product size of the, of the flour. You've got um, a way to package product with a very sophisticated aspect. And so you've got a lot of stuff going on. What, uh, what are we going to see this year? Is there anything new and exciting you guys are planning <laughs> to release? I'd love, I'd love to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there, there is. And, uh, we're, we you know, we took a little bit of time here, so we're a little bit off off base on it. The uh, the model, the Z model, which was introduced in Vegas uh, this last year, um, actually, I think we talked about it. We actually did a preliminary the year before. This machine has taken a little bit of time, but it's a fully automated trimmer um, that batches and um, tracks and weighs everything in and out of it. It's really really pretty cool. Uh, that machine will will will, will um, uh, we're still targeting production in in Q4. On, on that guy, um, that's a that's a big push. But we've got a lot of time and energy going into um, the drying. You know, uh, the drying scenario, the situation that cannabis has been facing, which is you know the, all the time and effort and, and room required for for drying cannabis, um, has become um, uh, difficult to say the least. So, uh, and it's also a huge impact on anybody's grow, right? So we have a, uh, we've worked with a company, uh, called Deserest and, and we've licensed their technology and, um, it's, it's rapid drying of cannabis, uh, in a 24 hour period. And it absolutely, it's like nothing you've ever seen, man. It's perfect dry. Um, it's like drying and curing in all in one motion. And you don't lose, um, yeah, I know, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, you know, you, you, and when you see the plant, when you see the product, it, it, it looks, it doesn't look like a dried product, right? Because it doesn't actually shrink. It, it shrinks a little bit, but it doesn't actually, the structure doesn't shrink. So it's not, it's not, um, the, uh, freeze drying, which is pretty popular. It's, uh, it, it uses atmospheric conditioning and, and some, uh, the trade secrets, if you will, um, to, to create the proper environment for water removal. And, and, um, what you get is a 
complete preservation of all the medicine and you can actually tune it uh, to, to, to preserve different tri uh, terpenes and different profiles that, that you're looking for. It's really, really crazy technology. And um, so that machine is being uh, is being kind of finalized in its prototype form, and that should be that should be coming out in the next quarter, um, where it'll be out in some testing environments, and people will be getting a chance to really look at it and and uh, play with it. But yeah, it's stunning. When you see like I, you, you've seen dried fruit, right? So like imagine uh, we, we when testing the machine, put apples in the machine, um, and the way that you if you see normally dried apples, they turn brown, you know, they oxidize. If you see apples out of this machine, they're spongy um, and completely dry, correctly dried, and they don't get brown. So it's just this really amazing technology. It also keeps all the uh, all, all the nutrients intact inside the inside the the apple, so you don't you don't burn off any of the good stuff. So it's pretty pretty cool. And the same thing is for cannabis. It doesn't it doesn't degrade the the, the product. It actually uh, preserves it better than it does if you dry over a period of time. So super, super excited about it. Um, wow. That sounds uh, really uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool, man. It sounds really like Pandora's cool. box there. I don't know what you guys have come up with, but I love it. Uh, it's really cool, man. I'm telling you, I mean, once you start seeing the results coming out of it and we have, we have taxes, uh, stacks of, excuse me, of, of COAs and stuff on, all the preliminary, this is six years, man. These guys were working wow. on this machine for six years and um, we happened to be able to, to, to hook up with them. And, um, you know, they felt like we're the right vehicle to get it into cannabis. And we felt like they're the right technology. And after looking at all the other things that are out there for drying, man, this is, this thing just, there's just nothing else that compares to it. Uh, so we're, we're really, really excited. Very fortunate, I think, to be able to make that relationship and, and bring that product out. Sounds like you have a fun job and you love what you do. We've got about a minute left. Any closing words? No, you know, just that I look, I really appreciate the opportunity to come on. Um, I'm really happy that we have the opportunity to, to, to pivot uh, and answer the call. And, and, you know, it, it doesn't matter if that thing, if, if it takes off or not, that's not the point. The point was that we were able to, you know, we were able to do it. And, I, and I'm proud of that moment. Um, I, as a young man, I served uh, in the military and I didn't understand that call as much as I understand it now. And I just feel like at this point, it's just a, a real blessing to be a part of it. And, and you now I think most of the, of the team would say the same thing. So uh, thanks for the opportunity to be on and talk to, you know, your listeners about it. Well, Colin, one, thank you for your service uh, for our country. We greatly appreciate that. I'm a military brat, so I'm um, me, been exposed to that my whole life. So greatly appreciate what you do. And also serving right now, we, can't thank you enough for what you guys have done to pivot and assist with this pandemic we're in. So Colin Reichart, CEO of Green Bros, thank you for joining us for this edition of the Cutting Edge of Cannabis. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Thank you, Colin. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.